Welcome back to another episode of Something Worth Something Listening worth To. Something. Listening. This is a podcast that provides conversations focused on promoting self-love, self-worth, and normalizing vulnerability. So stick around as I give you something worth listening to. Hey friends, it's been a while. Did you miss me? I am not here to give you yet another excuse or another reason of why I haven't been around these past few months. No, no, no. I'm not going to do it because I'm pretty sure just as tired as you guys are of hearing it, I am as tired as explaining it. Instead, what I'm going to do is just make an episode about the struggle you guys have been watching since I stopped dropping weekly. dun dun balancing my fucking life disclaimer this is not an episode on how to balance your life properly especially because i am not one who has mastered that yet this episode is strictly for comfort in the fact that i don't know how to place balance in my life either (laughs) i am actually in the middle of trying to find balance for my podcast as well. With that being said, I've decided to take two days off during the week because I do work two jobs and I did want to make time for this podcast. Ultimately, the podcast is the goal. Helping people is the goal. Opening up people to vulnerability and realizing that they are not the only ones who feel how they feel, whether that's insecure, being overwhelmed, dealing with anxiety is the goal. And I feel like in order to do that or put more effort into that, I need to make certain changes. Yes, it might cost my pockets a little bit, but I'm helping someone in the process or I'm actually living and doing what I want to do with my life. So that brought us to the topic of this episode. Again, this is not to tell you how to balance your life. It's just to come for you with the fact that I don't know how to do this shit either. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, I started my podcast during the pandemic. Now, I knew for a fact that when the world opened back up, or when I realized that the world was going to open back up, and I stopped dropping episodes every week, it was going to be hard for me to keep up with making new episodes whenever I felt the spark for it. And it wasn't to be negative. I was saying that because I know myself, if I can't give 100% to something, then I don't want to give anything to it. To be fair to myself, because I am my biggest critic and my worst enemy, it's not easy to do this alone. I'm pretty sure for anyone, it's not easy to go through what they go through and juggle what they juggle alone. So it's hard. But the only thing that doesn't make me feel as guilty or kind of makes me feel okay or like decent enough whenever I don't post or don't drop an episode is the fact that the first opportunity that I get to work on the show, I do. Whether that's promotion, an idea, writing an outline, thinking about a new idea for merch. I don't know if I'm making sense. I really hope that this is making sense. One more time for the people in the back, okay? This is not an episode on the right way to balance life. This is an episode on how I understand that balancing life is hard as fuck. Holy shit. There's school, if you're into that. There's working, some of us multiple jobs. There's dating, ugh, especially if it's multiple people. 
there's the gym again if you're into that you gotta have a social life you gotta have time for your hobbies whether new ones or ones that you've already been into kids if you have those greedy little things and let's not forget about ourselves because it's easy to do that let me explain a little of what i got going on here <laughs> there's two jobs that i work there's also a weekly hair moisture routine that I have been implementing for the past two months now. Also dating again, going to the gym, trying to pick up reading, and then also trying to make space for podcasting. I have no specific way that I do it, but it's been getting done. Back to the understanding portion though. Shit just be too much. <laughs> and that is understandable. So I got on Instagram, SWLT by Ken, and asked a few people who seem to be going through a lot on the outside looking in, of course, how do they maintain balance in their life or how do they balance certain things in their life? Now, there was one in particular that stood out to me and I wanted to play it here for you guys. Before I announce this special guest, she is the founder and CEO of 1989 Eyewear and the OG Bad B, original bad bitch, Marissa Roche. Hey guys, Marissa here. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast and for just even thinking of me because honestly, it just means a lot. It, it, I genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. All right, let me just get into it. The question is, how do you balance everything in your life? You know, because you have the kids, John finances, social life, work, you time and 1989. So for those of you who don't know, I have four kids. That already is just a lot to even think about. But I do work a nine to five. And then I started my own little um, brand business um, selling sunglasses. It's called 1989. It's almost been a year. Um, I've been married for a good eight years now. And so as for right now, finding time between everything, it's just a struggle and it's forever going to be a struggle. I think until the kids are a little older, there's always unexpected turns. One day, you know, this kid is sick the next week, the next day, this one is sick. Unexpectedly, I have to go to the office on Wednesday instead of Thursday. So it's not it's not really there's really no organization that I can put into my life, but I can just manage my lifestyle day by day. I just kind of take every day as it comes and like I just wake up grateful to you know, be alive and just have what I have. Just any alone time with my husband at this point is just out of the picture. We just don't have that. So we try to make time for each other. Every so often we'll be like, all right, that's it. Today the kids are going to be, you know, we're going to put them all to sleep at seven o'clock. So seven o'clock comes, you know, we make sure dinner's ready by six, everybody ate, now everybody's bathed, seven o'clock comes and we at least have that some type of time to talk, watch any Netflix series that we have on and that's how I kind of manage my time in, in my marriage. I just kind of fit in, you know, any blank spaces that I can get or like really, really make time for it. As far as time with the kids, so me and my husband, John, we have this thing where we live in Pennsylvania, but all our families in New York because we moved from New York two years ago. My oldest son, who has a different dad, visits his dad on the weekend. So either his dad comes, picks him up or we drop him off. But the way that we usually do it, and this is how we kind of find time for each other is 
one weekend i'll drive down to new york with my oldest son and i'll stay in new york and that gives me my time that's like i can hang out with my friends i can go out you know i can network for my business i just that week is is when i'll plan that the following week we'll switch so john would drive down he's a photographer so he'll drive down to new york and i'll stay home with the kids during that time he drives ryan drops ryan off to his dad's house and then that's where he makes time for himself he meets up with a few of his photography friends they go out shooting you know if he wants to visit his family he has that time for himself so it's like every weekend at a time the following weekend we'll all go down together and it's kind of like family weekend ryan still visits his dad but like me john and the rest of the kids visit our family we're either at my mom's house or his mom's house and we kind of just get that like all right sometimes his mom would babysit the kids and we could go out for a quick dinner and stuff and then the fourth weekend of the month we all just stay home and that is our home time we maybe do a movie night with the kids or we go out to dinner with the kids or we'll do game night with the kids and, and then i also kind of try and fit in time individually for the kids because i just feel like when you spend time with all of them together i just you just need like that one-to-one -one time with them you know so let's say for example last um, monday i was doing my toes so i was just like oh rosie come to my room and i just locked the door and we were just chilling in my room and we were painting toes and painting our nails eating chocolate and that was just like my time with rosie or like if it's i'm working from home let's say on a wednesday and it's sunny outside it's a nice day i'll just take you know one of the kids out to lunch like hey you want to come outside with me and pick up lunch and we'll just find a little restaurant and even if it's for 45 minutes at least i can just chill with that one kid and like we'll have lunch together and so that's basically how everything is in terms of balancing like my jobs so like my nine to five i go down to the office two days a week and so three days i'm home and the days that i travel I obviously wake up super early. I take the bus to the city and I'm there all day. Five o'clock, I come back home. So I'm really not getting home until like six or seven. By the time I get home, John has cooked dinner. And so food's ready. I can just eat, shower, put the kids to bed and go to sleep. There's not much I can do those days. But what I do is I try to overwork myself for like my job um, because then when I stay home the next day and work from home, I really don't have a lot on my plate because I already did as much as I could the day before. So then when you think of me working from home, let's say Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I squeeze in so much Tuesday and Thursday for my nine to five job that I have time to just knock out whatever needs to be done for my nine to five that that gives me the time that I need for 1989 and I'll plan photo shoots at the end of the day and I kind of just at this point just model if I can get other people in, that's great. But for the time being, I just model myself or I use John as a model. We built a studio in the garage, so it doesn't, you know, it's not that hard to do a whole photo shoot in, in an hour or so. And those days I work on photo shoots or I'm editing photos, or it also gives me the time to just like, if I work, 
from home. Usually at four to three o'clock is when things start dying out and I really don't have much to do. So I check out and then that's when I have a few hours before, you know, it's time to like bathe the kids, put them to bed. I have a few hours to do 1989 stuff. And usually that's when I have like a little notebook and I just start watching YouTube videos or I'll start reading magazines or I'll start going through Instagram pages and getting inspo, writing things down so that when the weekend comes or the next day that I know I need to shoot whatever, I have all my ideas. Now that I'm like even saying it out loud, it sounds just overwhelming and unbearing. But that's just how I kind of manage my lifestyle right now. As far as finances, um, things get hard. It's just at this point, it's never really, we don't know what month is going to be good and what month is going to be bad. And I think that just comes with owning a business because I really heavily depend on that sometimes to pay bills and stuff. And so... It's just all about John cooks a lot. And so we save a lot of money by not eating out. Um, he cooks great. So that's a plus. And we try to do things that are low maintenance. We live in Pennsylvania. And so not it's, it's not expensive to go out. Like we could go out to dinner, all of us, and have like a, a $60 dinner because things are so cheap out here. So as far as finances, um, we just try to do things like we'll tell the kids you want to go to the park you want to go outside and light a fire and do s'mores like do you we try to take them out as much as we can but spend the least money <laughs> it's hectic for sure but i mean it's working for me for now so thank you so much again for having me it was such a pleasure um and thank you guys for listening special thanks and shout out to marissa for opening up and sharing her lifestyle with us Honestly, for someone who says that they have no balance and they're just figuring it out as they go, she sounds perfectly balanced. <laughs> you can find her on Instagram and TikTok at bad.bitchin.it. That's B-A-D dot B-X-T-C-H-I-N dot I-T. You can also find her at 1989 eyewear. Now I'm going to break it down because it's a tad bit confusing if you're not looking at it. 1980 and then spell out N-I-N-E eyewear. I'll make sure to leave it down in the show notes. I feel like we all put this subconscious pressure on ourselves because of what we see each other doing. Thank you, social media. But... What we forget to remind ourselves is the fact that we don't see what's going on behind closed doors. On this segment of something worth taking home, I'm just here to give you that comfortable reminder that no one I know has fully got it together right now. And that's okay. We are all trying to fake it so we make it. Some of us are just doing better than others, if I'm being realistic. If you're feeling down and at rock bottom, the good news is that the only way you can go is up. And if you're feeling that you could be doing better, then next week will be a better week. Keep going, guys. I will do better in trying to find the balance in my life. (laughs) Until next time.